This is the WellTech Podcast with Galit Horowitz and Amir Al-Roy. Hello and welcome to the WellTech Podcast. I'm Galit Horowitz and I'm joined by my fellow co-founder at WellTech Ventures, Amir Al-Roy. Hi, Amir. Hi, Galit. So in this episode, we hear from Professor Tsipi Strauss, head of neonatology at the Sheba Medical Center here in Israel. She is also leading a new center dedicated to longevity at Sheba. We met Tsipi back at the Global Wellness Summit, where many people found what she had to say about longevity simply fascinating. Amir, you were one of these people. What makes Professor Strauss so interesting? Actually, I met Professor Strauss in our neighborhood. Our, our girls are best friends. And Sipi was one of the first ones to, to see my, my two young uh, boys. She was, she was in the hospital at the moment. And when we started to speak, so I was all about wellness and I understood Sipi is all about longevity on top of her uh, other medical duties. So uh, longevity and wellness are uh, very close and we offered Sipi to join the summit. And she had an amazing lecture and it's our, it was our privilege to host Sipi here. Perfect. So let's get to the interview. This one is a little different. You'll hear our good friend Kim Marshall from the Global Wellness Conversations podcast. She sat down alongside our producer Jonathan for this interview, which will also run on her podcast, so be sure to check that out. This is Kim and Jonathan speaking with Professor Tsipi Strauss. Enjoy. Hello and welcome. This is another uh, special and exciting uh, episode. Uh, we are recording on location at the 2022 Global Wellness Summit right here in Tel Aviv, Israel. And Woo! this is like a co-production. I'm representing the WellTech podcast and I'm joined by Kim Marshall from Global Wellness Conversation. Hello, Kim. Hello. It's so great to be here. Shalom. How is your Hebrew? My Hebrew is um, really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> we, we tried to teach you sababa. It's a very useful word. Let's see if you work that into the conversation. Sababa. Sababa, that's great. Um, Kim, you know, we've been hearing a lot of uh, thought leaders, a lot of interesting people. You've been joining a lot of the talks going on at the, yeah. the summit. Yeah. Tell us about our guest today and why you're interested in talking to her. Well, let's face it. We've been waiting at the summit three years because of COVID to come to Tel Aviv. And they kept promising, there's innovation. It's amazing. You know, there's so much going on in Tel Aviv. Well, our guest today is living proof of the kind of progress that's being made. This is Dr. Zippy Strauss. Okay. And she if you can tell by my pronouns, is a woman, which makes me love her more. And she is the head of neonatology at the Sheba Medical Center. And she'll be the head of the upcoming longevity center at the same hospital in Israel. So I don't know why a woman focuses on premature babies and living forever, but I think that's A to Z right there. Welcome, Dr. Strauss. Uh, thank you very much. Nice to be here. <laughs> So what are some of the things that uh, you've been talking uh, to people here at the, the summit? What are the interesting questions you've been hearing? What are the uh, future trends you've been exploring? So being a neonatology, um, I can tell you that a baby that is born today will live up to 100 years, or by other, they say, 150 even. Oh. But basically, 
as physician, this is I see it as our mission, um, not only to for this baby to have lifespan, but also health span mm. and good quality of life. So this brings me to the idea that as seeing a baby born every day, we already know that aging starts on the day we are born. Oh my gosh. And then uh, I started to explore the area of health span and lifespan and went into the longevity arena. And then found out an amazing and ex extraordinary research, but basic research that uh, is being done in Harvard and, and Stanford and Singapore Buck Institute. But the research is, we know the pathways of uh, longevity. We know how we age. We know what's going on in the cells, the receptors. We even succeeded to publish research stopping aging in mice and even reverse aging by Ooh. Sinclair in Nature magazine. That was uh, several uh, months ago, like uh, six or eight months ago. Oh. However, it's still in the laboratory and we didn't see, we don't see it in human. And I was looking for longevity departments in the hospital. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a physician in a hospital, public hospital. Couldn't find. Mm. So then, as being in Sheba Medical Center and we call ourselves city of health because this is our our goal the, the, this is our goal and this is how we we um, we see ourselves and, and we should explain that in hebrew the word for hospital bet cholim is sick house yep Ooh. in like a lot of languages i think in german uh, zik zik house so but in hebrew it's sick house and sheba are saying we're not a so sick we house we're the, health city the narrative city to of city of health mm -hmm. and we are the biggest in the middle east we are uh, sheba medical center is uh, ranked at top 10 in the world that's not Newswick. a small thing that's no. not a small thing so we, we decided to take it uh, as an agenda to bring health. And for that longevity, having a longevity center in a public hospital mm. that will be reachable and for everybody, uh, this is our goal. Well, let's just tell the listeners that you have so many other things going on at that hospital, a virtual hospital, medical simulation, global patient ser uh, services, humanitarian outreach, so it makes sense that a forward-thinking hospital would focus on longevity. What are we doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And I'm, I'm happy about that. How much of the discourse around longevity uh, is are people thinking about, okay, all these kids are going to live to 100 or 150. What will the world look like with all these people living so long. I thought about this when we interviewed uh, Dr. Michael Royzen earlier. Yeah. He said, uh, 90 is the new 40. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's all great, but uh, I'm thinking about my, my kids and my grandkids. What will the world look like? Uh, is that something that's, that's present in the discourse of what you do? Uh, absolutely, because nice. actually longevity medicine, uh, we are not really talking about life expectancy. It's, it's a byproduct, but as we look at it and as physician, we all know that from 75 to 85, the last decade is a exponential deterioration. You became more Alzheimer, cognitive decline, frailty, uh, you become dependent on other people. So we want to um, prevent this last 10 years as physician, I'm more concerned not only on life uh, span, but health span. Mm. Meaning that if I take an individual when he's 45, 50, or even before, and 
check his performance and try to improve the performance and keep it like this, I will prevent him from deteriorate. We, we, this is the idea. So um, we were laughing that we want, this is a kind of a saying that I, I say, it's not really uh, commercial, but I want to die healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Like I'm healthy, I'm good, I'm vital. And then I go to sleep Hopefully it will be 90 plus and that's it without the deterioration. And this deterioration, the last 10 years, this is what the money goes to. Most of the health expenditure goes in these last 10 days, 10 years. 10 years. So the main thing in longevity is not that I, I don't want to live up to 200 or 150, but I want to live until 90, 90, 50 the best I can without this deterioration. And you know, I will tell you, we've done about 65 episodes of the Global Summits podcast. And the running theme, the lead motif, if you might say, is life hacks. You know, how to head off aging at the pass, how to be proactive and be joyful with your longevity. And that to me is positive living, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So people uh, sometimes reduce the conversation. They want to say, give me tips, give me a recipe, give me, tell me what to do. Uh, how, how do you respond to, uh, to inquiries like that uh, in your life? First of all, medicine, as we know, traditional medicine looks usually as physician. Either it's a reactive medicine, so you are sick, you get mm-hmm, treatment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or preventive, very important, but you do like a check, I'm healthy, okay, I can, yeah. <laughs> I can continue whatever I do and go back next year. Hopefully it will all be fine. Longevity is a proactive uh, way of thinking. So you have to be proactive and it's, it's, there is wellness. Wellness is part of the puzzle, okay? It's not only, it's extremely important in longevity, of course, um, but it's not all about only that. Mm. It's not that, uh, of course, you need to eat well. We know the epigenetics. We all, 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 we, we all know about uh, um, the effect of what it does to our genes. Um, but it's not only that. I mean, you can be very, uh, eat very well, do sport, uh, try to relax, but still you will develop different disease. So we have to look at it in more deep way, more uh, understanding and look at aging as a disease by itself. Wow. The, I've read where certain functions of the cell just turn off, you know, and that's yes, why... Yes, the methylation. It, so, the, so the idea in longevity is, and this is why I think, if you ask me why it is booming the last decade, is especially because of AI. Longevity is AI-powered preventive medicine. It's It's... It's all about AI because... Define that for us. So as a physician, if a person come to me, to my clinic, I see him at this time, at this moment, I understand some kind of his vitals and I have, uh, my benchmark is uh, somewhere in the same uh, um, age group and that's it. This is what my mind can understand and remember. But if I put and take... um, a lot of diagnostic, objective and subjective data from all these wearables, a lot of data that comes in, and then I put it in the computer, and then it runs algorithm and algorithm and compare it to a million of people and is in, in different age, then I can understand where is he in at this time. And also to understand trajectories, like how is sleep 
um, affect him his cognition and his mood and his hormones level and different kind of things mm. and to try to find cause and effect and this is what important and this is what uh, makes it so booming in the last few years is is the the uh, the AI and the deep machine learning that we can do with all the data that we can gather from an individual, which we couldn't do before and we cannot still do as one physician seeing one patient. Well, this can be cut out, of course, but it's my personal question. Um, aging, when it comes to women, they're just, you know, we heard a speaker yesterday that just like, we don't talk about vaginas, we don't study problems for women, and sex and hot flashes, just put up with it. The loss of, you know, libido and hot flash and all of it, oh, well, just shut up and put on the air conditioner, buy a fan. Um, you know, that's not fair. Everyone wants a loving sex life just like you know and so what in your studies of longevity are the mm. possibilities in that regard so this is as a woman <laughs> I it. it's part of the four core that we are going to treat i mean to put emphasis on uh in our center it's cognitive frailty sleep and menopause i have three gynecology in in my team good three <laughs> Uh, that are um, menopausal expert, which is, I always say this, 50% of the population, what? women and decline in estrogen and hormones is the most aging um, catalyzator and, and, and advanced, advanced aging. Catalyst, yeah. Catalyst. And, and um, uh, we know, and this is a fact and, and already uh, published, the importance of hormone-replaced therapy and treating women because there is a cognitive decline, sleep disturbance, osteoporosis, osteoporosis, of course, heart disease. And there are many studies that show that, uh, comparing women that took estrogen and didn't take estrogen and the one who took live much better and healthier. I will tell you, I got to interview Michelle Obama's good friend, Eric Holder's wife, is an OBGYN in America, and she told me that the study that made everyone so afraid of estrogen is a 2003 very flawed study, and that, you know, guided right with a smart physician, there is hope. Of course. And no man wants to be with a, a woman who's suffering needlessly. That's not right, right? Totally agree with you, passionate. and it's, it's, it's extremely, extremely important the hormone imbalance, actually, I have to tell you, also for men, we are we we will check also uh, man hormone, testosterone. Some men needs uh, extra testosterone. DHA. The, the, the yes. Yeah. So hormone imbalance men are people is too. extremely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> and and let us know. Keep a, keep us up to date. Uh, Dr. Stress, I think we have to let you go in like one minute uh, for your schedule here. But we like to end, uh, you know, our episodes by asking our guests uh, with everything you know, and you told us some things that, you know, verge on science fiction, like really exciting stuff. With everything you know, what is your personal kind of wellness routine? What do you do? Where do we... What do How we can I get skin like yours? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um... I eat very well, very healthy. Uh, try to do three, four times a week uh, the eight sixteen, the intermittent um, the, fasting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, eight sixteen uh, works very well for me. Um, sport, 
I do sauna and cold bath. We have a... <gasps> what? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so yeah. smart. 27% <laughs> longer lifespan. Contrast bathing. I love it. What's your sport? Uh, so I run. I do um, uh, also strength and uh, combination. Sometimes swim. I try to do different kind of things. Do sometimes you visit your yoga. children sometimes? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them still live at home. Some already uh, went uh, students and have their own apartments, but yes. <laughs> okay, uh, Dr. Tipora Strauss from uh, the Sheba City of Health, we now, we now know to call it. This was very interesting and there's a lot more to talk about. Uh, maybe next time we see you. Yeah, let's keep in touch because girls rock. With pleasure, yes. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this episode of the WellTech Podcast. We'd like to thank our guests, our producers and editors from Shema, and you, our listeners. We hope you enjoyed this one, and please subscribe to our feed wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you hear our future episodes. We invite you to learn more about what we do at welltechventures.com. I'm Galit Horovitz. From me and Amir Al-Roy, goodbye and be well. Thank you, Galit. Be well. <laughs>